We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. preview division i know well the national side national national National, right national football conference american football conference i think that's the first time i've ever said it the full way yeah i don't think i've ever said it it's always nfc AFC. it's interesting because it's also the national football league yeah it's the national football conference Hmm. mind blown right this division is not that exciting i'm sorry i agree with you now that doesn't mean it won't be interesting to talk about, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, like, at face value, I didn't... A couple things, you know, interesting things to talk about for sure. I would, I, where do you want to start? So, what I want to say is I believe that if you look at the division odds, plus 135 for the Cowboys, plus 165 for Philly, plus 500 for the Commanders... And the Giants are 8-1. to one. Imp, I want to start off by saying I think that the wrong team is favored in this division. I also want to say there's not a team I hate more than the Philadelphia Eagles. So if you want to call me a Cowboy hater, you need to understand that there's not a team I hate more than Philly. I think Philly should be favored in this division. What number did you have Philly at to win the division? Plus 165. Wow. Win bet. What do you see it at? I mean, it's a different book, but I got plus 200 for the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dallas at plus 120. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think that the Cowboys um, as a whole got worse. I think every other team in this division got better. Yes. Now, it doesn't mean that every other team in this division is going to play better, but I think Philly... The multiple first-round picks addressing the defense. You get a real, real weapon, which is going to be my, my addition. Yeah, you are, yeah, we were going to agree on some of these, and I think it's A.J. Brown, yeah. without a doubt. Similar to what we said about Tyreek Hill and Tua, I think this is a great way to evaluate what Jalen Hurts could do. Because, look, 
I've been on record many times, and I'll still stand by it heading into this season until proven otherwise. I think he's a better fantasy quarterback than he is a real-life quarterback. He's a guy that when he falls behind, he's a player who I'm a little concerned with. But now, he's not throwing to Greg Ward. He's not throwing to Arcega Whiteside. He's throwing to some real guys. Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown, who if you want to know... What A.J. Brown could do, go rewatch the Niners-Titans Thursday Night Football game. This dude single-handedly won that game for them. There was no Derrick Henry. There was no Julio Jones. And just takes over in the second half. He is a legitimate top 10 wide receiver in the league. You pair him now with Jalen Hurts. You have Devontae Smith on the other side, too, who showed a lot of flashes as a yeah. rookie. The great chemistry with Hurts. The gr- other great rookies overshadowed him, I think. Right, right, yes, th- absolutely. And so now, to me, as I'm looking at this division, he's the biggest addition to it. And because he helps you evaluate what Jalen Hurts can be moving forward. Yeah, no, uh, that's my addition also. Um, they, they got two really good wide receivers locked in for the next... Five years? Just about, yeah. And I mentioned it, you know, you know, Waddle and Chase overshadowed Devonta Smith, but he had a, a an under-the-radar really good season as well with a quarterback, again, who's young, and the offense is built around running the ball and him running the ball. So um, in, in, in potentially limited opportunities, he definitely showed out. Um, I'm with you. He, by the way, Hurts, only player in NFL history, with 4,000 passing yards and 1,000 rushing yards in, like, roughly 20 career starts. So, to your point, video game, fantasy football numbers, um, but, you know, putting the pieces around him without a doubt. Goddard got the drop sees a little bit last year, right? Which, mm. and Goddard, uh, he needs to... Uh, yeah, but I also... I don't know how much of that is just everyone zoning in on him because they didn't really have much outside of him, bro. Like, even Devontae Smith... He would have some like really qu- like two for fourteen yard games and just kind of was flying under the radar. Like I remember in that playoff game, like Goddard got peppered with targets and it wasn't even anything too ridiculous, if I'm remembering correctly. I like Goddard though. I do too. I yeah. think he's, I think he's like a top ten tight end. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. He's yeah. He's you know he had eight hundred thirty yards last year, four touchdowns. Um. They moved on from Zach Ertz, who like had a, like a career resurgence in Arizona, playing in that system too. It also <laughs> helped that there was no D Hop. Yeah, but yeah, I like Dallas Goddard. I think their offense is it's interesting, right? Like, I mean, I've been holding on stock for Miles Sanders just as much as I've been holding on stock for Josh Rosen. Like, I've been at least Miles Sanders is playing you when know, he just, when he's healthy. Yeah, he's yeah. very exciting. He's a good back, but that's the thing. Like, he's just not as healthy. Um. Do you have a subtraction? Yeah. Which, Joe Judge. Joe Judge. <laughs> His, it's an addition by subtraction. Okay, okay. Good. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I mean, look, you know me. I was going to mention a coach with one of these. That's so on brand, bro. I love Brian Dable. I do too. I hated Joe Judge. I liked him at the beginning, and then after a while, it just became just like, shut the fuck up already. Like, with this, we're going to play hard. And we're going to fight to the whistle. And it's like, yo, bro, you were super uncreative. No one really liked you that much. The shit was all bullshit. Thank God Gettleman's gone too. That's another. I was actually going to do package deal. Gettleman and Judge as subtractions. 
Yeah, dude, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think that's the right thing. Because now you bring in not only what I love what the Giants did is they brought over Bean from Buffalo and Dable from Buffalo. So front office guy. Joe Schoen. Joe Schoen, yeah. Front office guy. Yeah. Uh Shonen, Schoen. Shane. Schoen. I think you're I think you were right. Yeah. Uh That's my GM. I gotta get that shit down. Nah, back, bro, bro, but but you're right, though. They brought in the guys that helped build Buffalo. But they're also in lockstep. You know, it's not like the coach came first and then the GM came first or the GM had to inherit a coach and then it was a lame duck coach. Like, it, they came, you know, they, they got hired at the same time. Um, really good offensive coordinator, extremely creative, bootlegs, rollouts. All of that is going to be right up Daniel Jones' alley. Um that just the, the the Joe Judge hard nose, tough guy New England shit doesn't work if you're not Belichick, bro. Like, it really just doesn't work. You know, like there aren't many kind of successful Belichick offsprings, and it's because yo it, Belichick is like one of one. You know what I mean? That shit doesn't fly. Um, so you know, Dable was under Belichick too, right? Yeah, yeah, but I. But, Absolutely, but he's also bounced around as no, well. No, yeah. I, I, Alabama. I just pulled up his Wikipedia. He's a five-time Super Bowl champion. I'm like, what the hell? And it was uh, two stints with the Patriots. Also with New Alabama, he won some national titles. Yep. Uh, and then obviously being kind of the Josh Allen fixer, I think is his greatest accomplishment, right? Because uh, not many players have had that full you know, potential 180 like, like Josh Allen did over the first year or so. So, um I think, you know, having a better leader in charge uh, is going to make a big difference. Like, call me crazy. I think Dayball will impact the Giants as a team more than any player. So you're talking about any player on the Giants. If they were to have signed, whatever. Any the coach is, will, will have impacted the team more than any player could have. Damn, that's a really strong take. I'm trying to think. You're talking about for year one, like immediately? Yeah, I would have to agree with you. He is going to do more. And I know this is going to sound crazy, but when it's a culture change, you know, I think. And there's always that team who I'm not going to say the Giants are, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs. But I think they're going to play a lot better than people think. Maybe lose a couple, like a tight, like Detroit last year. They probably will win more games. But. The consensus out of Detroit was like, hey, they lost a bunch, but they lost a bunch of close games, and they showed a lot of fight, and there's optimism, and I think that's what you're going to see with the Giants this year. Do you know who the favorite is for Coach of the Year? Is it Dable? It's Dable, bro. <laughs> that's, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Think about it. You're, you're hitting a lot of home runs with this take. And we always talk about the team's record the year before and then how the narrative changes, media attention changes. Their win total is seven and a half. I think it's a little high. But eight wins can maybe get you the seventh wild card. I think it's a better bet to bet them, bet him for culture of the year than it is for them to make the playoffs at plus 350 or to win the division. I see what you're saying. If and they win, the, the, if they make the playoffs, he's winning coach of the year. How could you not? They won. They've been a laughing stock for the last decade. That's outside a good point. of the one for agency where they spent two hundred million dollars guaranteed. Yeah, we're talking about that for the longest time. The thing I like about both of them 
is that they have a GM and a head coach right now that build teams for 2022-2023 football. Yeah. It's not this old school mentality and thinking. And now if you look at what I said about the Jets, I think it applies to the Giants too. The only exception is that the Jets actually took a quarterback last year. So there's still the jury's still out on what Zach Wilson could be. It's You'd be a very harsh critic to hold anything against him from last year. Daniel Jones, I think, is definitely not the answer. They didn't even pick up the 50-year option on him. So I think the Giants, moving forward, you got Neil, you got Andrew Thomas, you got Ojalari, you got Thibodeau. You got some building blocks that you could run with. And Dable, I love it. I think he's going to have his work cut out with, with Daniel Jones, but also like for as much as he helped Josh Allen, we got to remember that they also brought in Stephon Diggs, which also helps a young quarterback, like it did Kyler Murray with D-Hop, mm-hmm. like it did um, Deshaun Watson with D-Hop when he first got there, even though Hopkins was there before Watson. So, yeah, it's obviously Josh Allen was going to perform better when he has a real number one wide receiver. So let's see. Let's see. Um, I, I do like that. My subtraction is a little different. Is it Amari Cooper? It is Amari Cooper, yeah. For the longest time, there would always be the debate of who's more valuable to Dak. Is it Amari Cooper or is it Zeke? And the numbers are not even remotely close. First of all, I think Zeke is the contract they should have got rid of. He's the best third down blocking running back in the league. He's the best two-yard <laughs> running back in the league, too. I've been on the bandwagon of Tony Pollard's the better running back since like 2019. And it's just an eye test thing. Like, he has the burst. He's yeah. faster. He's more elusive. He can break longer runs. It's the same offensive line. It's not like when Tony Pollard comes in, he's playing with the ones, and then Zeke is playing with the backups. It's like, no, they're under the same exact circumstances, same weapons, and Tony Pollard just looks better. Remember when Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones were playing together? It's like, yo, I don't even need the yards per carrier PFF's rankings. Like, Aaron Jones is just a better running back. You're just, just watch. Just watch. So it's the same shit. Like Tony Pollard is the better running back, and reports are coming out that they want to utilize him as like that scat, uh, slot wide receiver kind of thing with Tony Pollard. And to me, Amari Cooper, when he came over from the Raiders, that's when Dak really started putting up winning numbers too, not just like good stats, bad team guy. When and Amari being on the field just opened up everything for everyone else, and he was the security blanket for. For Dak. So I think Amari leaving is massive for them. And it's not also, it's, you know, this subtraction is the whole wide receiver room. Amari left. Cedric Wilson left, who we spotlighted on that last podcast. Yo, Michael Gallup tore his ACL. He's going to be a pupless guy coming in. All you got is CD Lamb right now. Bro, that was my storyline is, is this idea that Dallas went from elite weapons. Oh, and Dak. To now, Dak and mediocre weapons. CD Lamb is great. I think Zeke is still solid. Rest assured, though it's it's not even close. It's apples to oranges now. What was it? A couple years ago, what did it look like? Or even last year? I mean, going into last year. Going into last year. CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, Gallup. With with Gallup healthy as your third receiver, it was last year. I said that they're the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. of the NFC, and they were just putting up monster numbers like yeah. week in week out. The tight, I like. The it might have been the year before that when Dak got hurt. It might have been the year before that, but I'd made that comparison. Like their offense is really, really good. 
Man, I that's my storyline. It's just like the what is Dallas going to be? Plus 120 is not enough for me to take that to win the division at all. And yo, is it fair to say that until proven otherwise, you can't trust them in January? Because how is that not the case? This was the year for them to beat, to get out of the first fucking round. Yeah, definitely was. But they lose on the slide. It's the slide and the spike around the world. It's Yeah, it's that. And also they had 15 penalties in that game. Most penalized team in the league. It's like Mike McCarthy. What are you still doing there? Also, they were number one in the NFL in turnovers. You can't expect that next year. No. It's just going to be regression to the mean. They yeah. just check a lot of boxes of a team that I'd be very cautious about. It's not a team I'm high on at all. No. So, yeah, I'm with you on the storyline. Like, it's, it's pretty much that's the case. Yeah. Where you got the injuries now. And, yo, like, in all sports, bro, you can't expect that window don't stay open, dude. No. That's why you got to kind of admire the Rams in a sense, right? All in. Chips. Fuck draft picks. Fuck them picks. The less need. The shirt? Yeah, the shirt. I'm just saying, though, but there's a lot of truth to it, you know? Like, and granted, I feel like Dallas, I don't know. You could argue like they were aggressive over the last few years. It just hasn't worked out. But. Dude, they also lost Randy Gregory, which yeah. I forgot. Like, that's a that's a big loss for them, too. Yeah. So. I, who, by the way, in the offseason, the reports were that he was resigning. Yeah, and, and then, then he pulled a fast one, went to Denver. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's just Dallas, I think, until proven otherwise, you just, you know, they're going to be good in September, October, November. And then be on the lookout, man. Like, they had some bad losses last year. Like, they got blown out by Denver at home. Remember that one? It was like 30 nothing. And you're like, how? How does that Some weeks happen? they looked great, yeah, and some weeks they looked dude. terrible. So it's just a little concerning. It's a little concerning with them. And they have a lot of flat performances. Mike McCarthy, I Dallas doesn't really fire coaches midseason. Nah, but you know what they're probably going to do, right? You know who I think Kellen Moore. Nah. Oh. Sean Payton. Yeah. Do you think... Sean Payton's taking the year off. Could definitely see like them breaking yeah. the bank and getting him to, to come back after one year. Yeah. Fuck. I just... The Kellen Moore thing. I don't know. I feel like they were. I thought they were grooming him, and I really thought it was going to be a setup. Well, I think I I think that could be true, and it probably was true. But then, if someone like Sean Payton comes around, I think you kind of maneuver your way to get that. Like it's true, you could be grooming someone, but if someone that you didn't think was going to be available becomes available, I think that changes things a little bit. They're going to fire McCarthy midseason. They're going to give Kellen Moore a shot. For them to fire him midseason, it would need to get bad, bad. Like well, I think bad, be... bad for them is relative. What if they're three and five? Let me let me first. Read. Like I'm just trying to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What if it's this? Let me read you the schedule. Ready? Home Tampa Bay. Home Bengals at Giants. Home, Washington, at Rams. At Philly, home Detroit, home Chicago. Mad home games to start the year. At Green Bay, at Minnesota, Thanksgiving versus the Giants. Ooh, spicy. That's going to be a horrible experience for me. I can tell already. Uh, Colts, at, Colts at Dallas. Home Houston at Jacksonville, 
home Eagles at Titans at Commanders. Not a bad schedule. Not a bad schedule. A little shaky coming out mm-hmm. where you have like the defending champions. You, you play all of your division. You play the Bengals. You play the Bucks. So a little shaky there. And then after that, it gets a little easier. But you're right. If they're like three and five, maybe they pull the trigger there. They're but there's like, someone that this. might like ride it out, though. Because that's something they don't do. Even the Jason Garrett. Yeah, they let him play it out. So, I don't know, man. It's just Dallas, you know, the it's just a little concerning. Like, the Amari Cooper loss. And then what also ties in is, like, the whole, like, for me, the storyline is definitely the Cowboys, as it always is, year in, year out. But I also think, like, if, if <laughs> I'm trying to, like, bring Daniel Jones up, but I'm saving him for a little later. But I think this division for the longest time has been like Dallas's. In a yeah. Like Even last, though like, historically two. every year it would rotate, yeah. right? It still always felt like it was Dallas's. The Romo years and then going right into the Dak. They had the most stability at the most important position. That's true. They've really only had Romo and Dak except when those guys got hurt. Yeah. So and one guy filled in for the other guy. When the, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot about obviously the importance of that position, which we all know. But. X Factor? Uh, X Factor for me. Daniel Jones? No. A quarterback? No. Uh, don't do it. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. Who? Saquon Barkley? Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Saquon Barkley, my biggest X factor in this. Yo, you remember when you thought the Giants had the top five weapons in the NFL? Yo, Steve Slayton, (laughs) Darius, Uh, Darius, Steve Slayton, Darius. Who else was on that team? Sterling Sterling Shepard and Uh, Oh Evan Ingram. (laughs) Evan Ingram. (laughs) Yo, that was rough. The best part of that Golden Tate. (laughs) <laughs> the best part of that run for you was actually figuring out that the backup running back was nasty and you let him go. What was his name? Oh, the backup. Backup running back, Giants. He would fill in for Saquon. Oh, man, don't do this to me. I, Damn. Awesome waiver wire guy for a little while. Oh, Giants running back. And then he went to another team. 2019 maybe when 20, he got hurt 20. that's when that's when barkley got hurt yeah oh uh Devontae booker nope damn bro uh uh oh wayne goldman yeah Yo, Yo, underrated goldman, he's goat, a good bro. he's a good piece yeah dude i put 2019 giants running back depth chart and the first name that comes up is not saquon it was wayne goldman <laughs> Damn. Look, the one thing I'll say is this, yo. Contract year for the boy. Mm. That tends to be one motivating factor for some of these guys. Obviously, staying healthy has nothing to do with that. Yeah. But I'm with you. It's interesting. Yo, and I I know, like, you're probably never drafting Saquon Barkley in fantasy because, like, you know, a guy gets injured in Impey's book. Like, you stay Trying to figure out where McCaffrey's going in my book this year is going to be tough. Did you see that tweet? Yeah, yeah. I thought of myself. <laughs> I the, thought about you too. <laughs> the question is like, yo, where does McCaffrey go? 
We'll talk about that another day. But I, I really don't know where to, th- where to put him. Can I tell you right now? If I have the number one pick in fantasy, you're taking him. I'm taking McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm over Jonathan Taylor. Over everyone. Taylor was the only guy I thought about maybe taking over him. Bro, Christian McCaffrey in the two games he played last year and half point PPR put up over thirty points in both of those games, <laughs> and he didn't score a touchdown in one of them. Yeah, like his usage is wild. And for your uh, mini segment of fantasy football, uh, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right. If Saquon Barkley is healthy, right? If I could tell you, yo, Impy, I guarantee you he's playing 17 games. Where is he on your list? Top seven. Running backs? Yeah. Right right outside looking into the top five. With 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 every possi- with every ability to crack the top five. We'll do it now. In no particular order. Derrick Henry. Jonathan Taylor. Dalvin? Yes. McCaffrey? McCaffrey, Camara for me. And then Saquon on the outside looking in with Aaron Jones? Yes, but I... Oh, no, no. Nick Chubb. So I get crazy. Nah, but you see, like, I actually would put... I would have Saquon higher. T does more. That's very fair. Nick Chubb and has this, like three career catches, I and think. it's not. And that's actually not to Aaron Jones's fault. Like I also think, like the, wait, wait, so you would take Saquon over Aaron Jones? A hundred percent healthy, yes. Aaron Jones, despite what we all think, like does split time. Yeah, no, nah, that's fair. But I was thinking about Saquon versus Nick Chubb. I would take Saquon over him, healthy. and I would take Saquon healthy over Aaron Jones too. Like, yo, Saquon's best game. And his career was probably that Saints game last year that the Giants won as like a nine point mm-hmm. underdog in overtime. He showed you what he could do healthy. Mm-hmm. The deep wheel route up the sideline could show you that he could catch out the backfield, mad elusive, and then the game winning touchdown. That was that did. the game he got hurt again? Or no, no, that's the game that they went into New Orleans. I remember them when the winning. I thought and, and they won that game. He scored like the Giants were down eleven points with like four minutes left. When did he reaggravate the injury or something like that? I think it was towards the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, last year he played in thirteen games, but you know he had look the last two years have been bad. Right, he comes out in 2018 wins rookie of the year. He has 1,300 yards, 11 touchdowns. The following season, he has 1,000 yards, six touchdowns, and then he blows out his knee in 2020, gets 35, 34 yards on the ground, and then last year he plays 13 games, gets 593 yards. So yards from scrimmage, bro. He had 2,000 yards as a rookie, son. Caught 91 passes. Again, that was a lot of. He had a 15-catch game against Philly for, like, 42 yards. Like, it was a lot of dinking and dunks with Eli. But, yo, he's a special running back. And that's why I value him more than some of these other guys who are, you know, like a Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb will rush for 120 yards, but catching one pass, maybe. Nick Chubb is one of the weirdest running backs in football to me because he's so efficient. And it's weird because he'll have, like, 12 carries for 148. Yeah. Browns also have a good offensive line. They do. They do. And their scheme is schemed for him to play that way. Yeah. But to me, I feel like Saquon Barkley, if he's healthy, again, it's a massive if, and I get that. It's a big year for him, contract year. He's going to be – he's 24 years old, which is nice. 
right? Like, he still has, like, another three years, which is crazy to say. At, like, 28, you're kind of like, damn, son, he's mad old, right? Do you think these injuries help his longevity? I know it sounds, like, counterproductive, but, okay, they're injuries, but they're, like, isolated individual injuries as opposed to years of hits and years of wear and tear. I could. I may sound like a moron. No, I hear what you're saying because I made this case for like Julio Jones, right? Like Julio <laughs> is considered injury prone to many people, but he's missed like five games in the last. Uh, uh, prior to last season, the, the like the first seven years of his career, he missed like six games. But the the talking point is, oh, there's Julio on the sidelines again. Like uh, the the guys and I in the DFS chat, it's like the Julio catches one pass for 24 yards, limps off to the sideline. But, like, he doesn't miss games. Now, Keenan Allen is the same thing. People think Keenan Allen is injury-prone, but he had that spleen issue, which was, a, which was massive, and then he tore his ACL. But then that's it. Yeah. He's been very healthy and durable. So, you're right. Does one significant injury mean you're injury-prone? Like, McCaffrey is entering that yeah. injury-prone, depending on what happens but this Mc, year. So, but he, so, here's the thing. McCaffrey has so much wear and tear because he's played all of those years. Mm taking hits for being a third a bell cow third down back yeah where saquon a couple of isolated injuries he's not get, taking all of those hits so you're saying that if you if you suffer a season ending injury like early on like saquon did in week two is that better for your long term because of nowhere and didn't time? brady say that the injury added five his years career? to his career yeah and i mean it's kind of proving that so i wonder if there's like an element of like in the short term it's it's obviously like hurting him but potentially in the long run yo also acl injuries are not what they used, not to, what be, they used to be what what has he had saquon had the ankle the ankle the Ham- high ankle sprain hamstring hamstring and and the knee injury now i'm not sure if it's all the same side i don't know i don't got have it. that in front of me but yeah i think i mean i know we got on we went down different paths but no but we're talking about on the same road we're talking about him as an x factor and i think that all ties into what because i think now this is the best offensive line that he's going to have too yes especially with what we know of andrew thomas hernandez and now you got evan neal coming in who all signs coming out of alabama was that he was like a can't miss offensive lineman yeah there were rumors of him going first going first yeah so to me, I think that what he could do out the backfield and helping the growth of Daniel Jones or to get Daniel Jones to a point where, I don't know, maybe the Giants do extend him. Who knows? Who knows? You, the jury's out. I, I would be shocked if he's their quarterback in 2023. But if you look at some of the ways that Dable has helped Josh Allen in the past, there are a lot of similarities. Big quarterback, mobile. Mobile, yeah. They the can run a similar offense. Josh Allen didn't have the dumb turnovers that Daniel Jones would have. Daniel Jones would have the same, like it's the same. Fumbles. Same fumble, same interception, shit like that. I mean, Josh so, Allen turned the ball over a decent amount earlier on, right? That first year? He did. He did. But Daniel Jones, it was like. just it's it's. I always say there's nothing wrong with making a mistake. Don't make the same mistake over and over again. That's the problem. It's the same kind of interception. Double coverage. Running to his left, throwing to his right, shit like that. That is upsetting. Where'd Bradbury go? Bradbury's on Philly. <clears throat> now you're looking at their corners. Slay. That talk Bradbury. about talk about not worse to first, but that ah, secondary but, was Yeah. And also you weaken a division opponent while strengthening yours. Yeah. That's that was a good move for And Logan Ryan? Logan Ryan, I'm not sure where Pats? Logan Ryan is. Maybe did he go back? 
No, let's check that out. Logan Ryan. Um, I'll go to mine, though, while you look that up. Yeah, I guess. So, what do you think? Uh, it hurts. He's on the Bucks, by the way, Logan Ryan. Nice. Uh, it's Jalen Hurts. There's a lot of positive momentum. Mixed bag. People are calling it bullshit. Like, there was this one little report at a training camp. Oh, Jalen Hurts did it look good. And then everyone's like, you know, calling it bullshit. I'm, I think I, I was higher on the Eagles last year than other people. And you I think, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And I think. You were on the head coach not being that much of a clown like everyone made. Bro, because, yo. Because of one press conference. You were like, yo, he had one bad press conference. It was the first one he ever had. Yeah. Like, no shit, he was going to be a little nervous Chill. and awkward. Yeah. Don't be awkward. Don't yeah. be awkward. Um, Frank Wright guy. Um, he came from Indy. Uh, I just think if now with a legit wide receiving core, with a great tight end, with an with a if you're running back, I mean that to me honestly, Miles Sanders is just like a cherry on top at this point. If you can stay healthy, great. I feel like they kind of have a rotating jaw of running backs at times, and you know they kind of still make it work. Um, if Jalen Hurts puts up another kind of solid season and he doesn't start off slow like how he did last year, they're gonna win the division. I think comfortably. Like, if he has an all-pro caliber season, you know, 10 rushing touchdowns, 20-plus, you know, 20 you know, twenty to 30 passing touchdowns, efficient, doesn't turn the ball over, I, I, the sky's the limit for this Bro, team. you just named him being quarterback one in fantasy if he has fucking 30 touchdown passes. And 10 I mean, rushing. he had 24, he had 10 rushing touchdowns last year, and he had... That was a very similar, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very similar to last year. No, nah, I know. It's just crazy to hear. Tw- yeah. 20, 20 something. T- okay, so it's essentially, you know, you're bumping up the passing touchdowns a little bit, you know, but similar thing. 10 on the ground, 20 something through the air, close to a thousand rushing, like a like a Lamar kind of a season. You could win MVP. You could win MVP. Yeah, it's fine. It's- division winner. If, if, if everything that we're saying comes to fruition, they'll win the division. Mm. They got to win at least, what, 10 games ish? I would say so. Like, they're, I, I feel like Philly, and it ties into your point, like, to me, right now, middle of July, it's Rams, Tampa Bay, them two are in a tier alone, then right below them is Green Bay, San Fran, Philly, and then below that, you have Dallas. I kind of would put, like, the Eagles in their own tier, because I think San Francisco and Green Bay have, like... They've shown you that they can win one to two playoff games. Like Fucking Philly, you Green Bay couldn't win one last year when I needed it. <laughs> well, they won one, right? Nah, Green Bay didn't. They got bounced. they lost in the divisional. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they've proven I know what you to mean. you. Yeah, yeah, they're they're more proven than what Philly is. Philly, you got to like you got to win one playoff game. Yeah, before I can even. So would you agree with Rams and Tampa? Yes. And then we got Green Bay and San Fran. Mm-hmm. And then I'm putting like Philly, Saints, Dallas, Dallas, Minnesota. Nah, uh, Minnesota would have to be in the tier after. Where are though. the Cardinals? I would say are the I would say the Cardinals are in the tier with Dallas and Philly. Show me something. It's the show me something tier. The first round bounce tier. The uh, 
Cream of the crop, Rams, Bucks. Next, uh, contenders, con- serious contenders, serious contenders, potential contenders yeah. would be Eagles, uh, Cal- da- Dallas, Dallas, Arizona, and Arizona, and then like Minnesota, New Orleans. We're kind of getting a little frisky. Minnesota, New Orleans. Yeah, that's fair, man. That's fair. I want to end with some player props or team futures. Yo, Jalen Hurts twenty-five to one MVP. Talk to me. Talk me off the ledge. <laughs> uh, Not enough value. Nah, I yeah, I think that's I think that line is a little crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think my favorite bet in this whole division is Philly to win the division at plus one sixty five. If you could five plus two hundred, um, they got they improved the most of all the teams in the division, and the division favorite. Got worse. Yep. And I don't think there's any other division that you could say that for in the NFL. Like every division favorite, with maybe the exception of the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. But I'm also starting to feel more and more like they still got Pat. They still got Andy. I think they know what they're doing with not re-signing Tyreek. Yeah. Like maybe the first couple weeks might be sluggish, but I trust in that infrastructure to be like, we'll be all right. We'll Bro, they're going to McKinnon will be catching screens. They're like going to, yeah, they're going to be fine. Right. So I think that that's how I see that division playing out them to win the division. I kind of think at 28 to one for them to win the Super Bowl, 15 to one to win the conference. It's not that ridiculous, man. I think the NFC is really weak. We just laid out the blueprint. If one of those two kind of big dogs... Even if the big dogs are there. Well, yeah, but I'm saying maybe they play each other or maybe one gets knocked. I see what you're saying because there aren't many kind of cream of the crop teams at the top of the NFC. Whereas the AFC... Yeah. That's why That's why I think if you're a Vikings fan, if you're a, a Saints fan, you're a Cardinals fan, you're a little optimistic that you can make the playoffs because I think the conference is so weak. Do you have any division uh, bets? I'm I'm with you on the Eagles. I got plus 200 at a different book. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Can I give you one of my favorite props in the whole NFL, the whole league? I've already bet it. Yeah. And I I, I pretty I hammered a big it one? good. Yeah. Hundy spot on this one. To pay out? 1,400. CD Lamb to lead the NFL in receiving yards. I like that. Less, first of all, less, less options to go around. No Amari. Gallup injured. Gallup injured. No Cedric Wilson. You might laugh at Cedric Wilson, but dude was coming in starting for these guys and would have like four for 104. The defense is probably worse. CeeDee Lamb, it's the year three breakout for the wide receiver. Every legit dick down to the ankle wide receiver in the league, that year three is when they have the monster breakout, right? If you look at the history of it, it's always that year three wide receiver. And now you don't have those targets to go to other guys. He has the built-in chemistry with Dak. Dak has no one else to throw to. Are you worried about him getting extra attention now? No, because he's going to get extra targets. So they they cancel each other out. And I think that the way they move him, he lines up in the slot everywhere, a lot. Everywhere. And when you when you're that versatile and you line up in the slot as well, it doesn't matter like what the attention. Bro, Cooper Cup last year, every, everyone knew where the ball was going. He was still just. Sunning people on the regular. Not saying that he's gonna have a Cooper Cup year, but
But I really think that 14 to 1 with all these injuries, Gallup is going to be out till November, bro. Yeah. He's not coming back. They re-signed him, though, they right? They did. They did re-sign but him. But they got him at a friendly. They got him at a... Uh, still like $14 million against the cap, which was wild to me. Like, I would have probably just kept Amari coming off the injury, too. So, I think that C.D. Lamb having this uh, this opening is is pretty massive, man. What do you have for Giants over under? I like that, by the way, 14 to 1. You're talking about the win total for yeah. the Giants? What do you have? So the Giants' regular season wins is currently, as it's loading right now. I see seven and a half. Okay. And the under is juiced minus 170. So under seven and a half minus 170. Yeah, that's that's a lot there. That's a lot of juice. Yeah, they won four games last year. I'm telling you, bro, If I'd much rather just take a chance on Dable to be coach of the year at 10 to 1. As opposed to taking a win total, a division... Can I can I give you one more juicy one? Yeah. I mean, you gave us fucking Jalen Hurts for MVP at twenty five to one. Your boys, Philly, mm-hmm. to win ten games or more. Okay. Minus one twenty. No, you rather take them to just win the division. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about you? Want to get? Do you want to get really wild? Like, do you want to get wild, bro? You want to win some money or try to win some money? Give me the season specials. The season specials? <laughs> Philly, 18-1 to 1 to have the best record in football. No. I'd rather take CeeDee Lamb 14-1, to 1, though. Yeah, I'm much Such a good one. Now I that like you that like one. me. I like that one a lot, bro. <sighs> Top five wide receiver in fantasy this year. Yeah. The problem is that division. Like, we didn't even talk about the commanders. Not at all. Like not one mention of them. Wentz, interesting. I was I talked I was texting you. Wentz is over under on touchdowns is like twenty four and a half. I just like take the under. I'll just blindly take the under on Wentz. Although he's probably has the best set of weapons now than he's ever had in his career. McLaurin is an all pro receiver. All you know. All pro caliber. I know what you mean. There's yeah, some yeah. guys. He's they. Yeah. Offense is interesting. He might be my favorite receiver in the league that no one really talks about much. Like yeah. he's 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 a dog, man. Look, uh, they're just a weird team, man. I agree. They're kind of just like, yo, who would you? Wouldn't you rather just ride it out with Heineke? Nah, because I think that they're betting on maybe there's like some upside on Wentz. Okay, but with Wentz, like to give up. To bring him in. Uh, what did they give up? It was like a draft pick. Though. I think it's, yeah, but I think it's conditional. Depending on how many snaps he plays. So if it like works that. out to their advantage, it's no big deal. But I don't know. Like, I think the defense will be better this year for Washington. Despite the drama behind the scenes with ownership at Daniel Snyder, and that's a whole other podcast. Um, you know, with the cheerleaders, and, and yeah. there's a lot of drama going on behind the scenes. But they got, you know, Ron Rivera is, is kind of. As like rock solid as they come from a leader perspective, leadership perspective. Bro, Jack Del Rio also made oh some headlines recently that, too. Bro, coaches he got fined a hundred thousand dollars. That doesn't happen often. It's because he called. Eh. Yeah, I mean, just look it up and you could see for yourself. That's but it's cr- like there's always shit around that team, like all yeah. the time. But I'm telling you right now, for what, regardless of what you think, like the commissioner. Of the NFL's job is Roger Goodell. His job is to protect the owners. Like, he works for them. Yeah. And they 
teams, the NFL doesn't really force owners to sell their teams that often. There's a chance, I really believe, if Snyder, because like one of the, some of the speculation and reporting on Snyder is that like he didn't report as much revenue as he actually earned. If NFL owners find out that he was taking money from other, like if other owners find out that he was taking money out of their pockets because the NFL works on a rev share model, that could be, that's where someone can turn on him. You could be a piece of shit, scumbag, terrible leader, terrible owner, terrible franchise. Like you could be all of those things. But unfortunately, if it doesn't affect the bottom line of the NFL, no one will matter. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. But if it turns out that he was hiding money or keeping money from the other, other teams, See you later, man. Deuces. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's just nothing about like like they lost Scherf to their Pretty best sure. offensive lineman. Yeah. Gibson is okay. Last year, everyone's like, "Oh, Gibson, Gibson." The, the injuries at role. times, right? Yeah. Just. I don't know, man. They're just kind of a very mid. Very mid, yeah. And I mean, like, they. You might someone might be listening to this and saying like, "Yo, why are you talking about the Giants?" And I think like the Giants is more optimism with them. They're also more interesting to me, like the way like they're more to me. They're more of a forward thinking team. I hate to say it, like offensive minded head coach. Yeah, right. But it's uh, also it's a new head coach. New, new obviously trying yeah. to salvage the quarterback that's there now. The running back coming back healthy and, and some of the draft picks the last couple of years. Now let's see. You know, like oh, on paper I would say. Washington has the worst team on paper. I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah, on paper thing, right? Like, cause I've been I've been scarred saying that the Giants yeah. are the top five roster in the league, uh, offensive weapons. But I, I think there's some truth to that, man. Last thing, Kayvon Thibodeau, Tibbs plus five fifty to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Is They're- he your new favorite Tibbs? Obi Toppin better get more minutes this year, <laughs> because if he if Obi Toppin and quick if quickly don't start, nah, quickly not gonna start. If Obi Toppin doesn't get more minutes, Tibbs is is going out. down to two easily. He's out. He's out. Yeah. I think uh, that yeah, he's he's the second favorite behind Hutchinson for rookie of the year. But we know what the New York market does to guys. Absolutely, that's why I think your boy is interesting too. Yeah, Sauce, eleven to one. Yeah. I like sauce. I'm excited. Really long, lanky corner. Reminds me of like Carmardi a little. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's a nice one. Um, that's a nice one. Shut down a lot of really good receivers in college. And smaller school. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Relatively speaking. Yeah. The Cox. Yeah. No. Gamecocks. No. He sauce went- was Cincinnati Bearcat. Who am I thinking about then? Oh, I'm thinking about, oh, I'm thinking about the corner from last year. J.C. Horn. Yeah, that's he was a gamecock. Cincinnati, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. With Desmond Ritter, he played with Ritter. And also, uh, you think I wanted to just say Cox on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what. One of the receivers, Alec Pierce, went in like the second round or third round, something like Dude, that. Dude, yeah, he went We're, to the Colts. Yeah, yo, white receiver, man. Yeah, his <laughs> player cop Jordy Nelson. We're like, oh, come on, dude. oh, well, but the similarities are the same. Same forty times, same height, and all that. That was, that was pretty funny. Good but, runner. but Tibbs, man, I think Tibbs and Ojolari are, are like the Giants are more interesting than what Washington is because you have the dynamic of the draft picks from last year and this year moving forward. The new head coach, the storylines are more optimistic where Washington's kind of like, well, Carson Wentz isn't going to be there long term. 
Not Ron- that Daniel Jones is going to be there either, but it's just it just seems more promising coming out of New no, York. No, but I do think there's an element of Daniel Jones where there's like there could be untapped potential. We don't like the story's not over for 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 Daniel Jones. Where you kind of know where Carson wins. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. You know, like there's still like it would be probably a long shot, but is there a chance or a scenario where with Dable Daniel Jones maybe turns into your franchise quarterback? No, I mean I think that's that's probably one of the biggest selling points if they because all of the coaches will come in and say, "Hey, I'll come in and I'll fix the quarterback." Yeah, but he has shown that he could. Of course. No, but 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 every coach when they're interviewing for a job you think, what is he going to say? Yeah, the guy you have, I'm not sure. But we'll ride with him. You know, it's like every coach is going to come in and say, I can fix that guy. Mm. You know what I mean? But with Dable, you actually believe it. Yeah, because you've seen it. And you've seen it happen recently. And now Josh Allen's like, what? The, the Best quarterback in the NFL? Top three, I think, yeah. Yeah. I would probably put him. Mahomes. Mahomes and Brady. It's proven otherwise, bro. Like how, how we, every year we have these lists and we don't have Brady like anywhere near it. I like, can't put Brady there. No. All right. Let me read you the Giants schedule. <clears throat> Eight wins. At Tennessee week one, I'm telling you from right now, that's the underdog pick of the week. Let's go. I got a New York, New York parlay for week one. Who did the Jets play week one? At home against Baltimore. Lamar unsigned. Lamar unsigned, but I think well, I'm very high on Baltimore. Like, I think Baltimore to win the division might be my favorite bet in all of football, plus 170. Fourth place schedule. I see regression for all the teams in that division. Don't know what's happening with Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. Betting any money on that team is a Crazy. fucking tragic mistake. What, are they, what are they to win the division? Plus 170, the Ravens. Yeah, you probably- They had the most players on IR last year. And now you got Lamar. I don't want Lamar to get I don't want Lamar to If I'm a Ravens fan and a Ravens financial investor, aka a degenerate better, I don't want him to get paid. Yeah. I want him to go in there dick swinging. Playing pissed off. Playing pissed off. Oh, yeah. you're not going to pay me now? Bet. Watch the numbers I put up. Watch me win MVP again. Some crazy shit. Now you're going to have to pay me top salary no matter what. I like that. And yo, they had all those guys on IR. So to me, it's like plus 170. For the longest time, they weren't the favorite to win the division. It's my favorite bet in all of the NFL, the Ravens to win the division. Pittsburgh's public. Yeah, but Pittsburgh, I don't know. Like You're going to trust a rookie quarterback or Trubisky? They've had some success with rookie quarterbacks before. Yeah, but completely different circumstances, I think. Yeah. I mean, I do think that they have like... The Bengals check all the boxes for regression. A young team that over Super Bowl hangover. Year. Super Bowl hangover. First place schedule now. It's just... So to me, the Ravens, we got super sidetracked, but I think the Jets beat the Ravens week one. They're playing in MetLife. So New York, New York, Moneyline Parlay is plus 900. I've already thrown something on that. And, yo, let's not forget, Buffalo last year, they lost week one to Pittsburgh, and then they went rough shop and and ran through. Green Bay lost week one too. Yeah, so, like, even if you're high on these teams coming in, they could lay an egg week one. So they play at Tennessee, home Carolina, home Dallas. Home Bears at Green Bay, home Baltimore. Four of the first six games are at home for the Giants. And some of those are winnable games. Check this out. At Jacksonville, at Seahawks. Bye week, home Houston, home Detroit. Bro. Bro. If Daniel, yeah. 
you could be like six and four there. And as a Giants fan, I'm like, holy shit, we're going into Thanksgiving against Dallas. And we're above 500. We haven't this had that. This doesn't matter. These games haven't mattered in so long. In so long. What is happening? I'm like, Yo, am I okay? Then you play Dallas on Thanksgiving. You play the Commanders and Philly back to back at home. Then at Commanders, at Minnesota, home Colts, at Philly. Yo. The, to the Giants' advantage is the, 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 weak, the weakish division. The weakest division. And you don't have a murderer's row of, holy shit, they got this juggernaut of back to back to back. Man, I that schedule is I'm very happy with that schedule, bro. Like they could go into the bye week and be like 500. Sign me up, bro. Hell yeah. 4 and 4 going into the bye week. I haven't had that shit in so long. I'm high on the Giants. The bar is very low, dude. That's another thing. You know, under promise over deliver. Sales 101. Sign me up 101. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I want. So G-Man. Let's dabble. Let's dabble. Hey, where can they find you? Uh, on Twitter, IMPY718. Uh, and on Instagram, Anthony E. Impostado. At Nick Day is 10 is where you can find me. Veteransminimum.com is where you can find all things VM. Buy some merch. Tweet out the show. Holla at a player when you see him in the streets. Catch us in the desert. Catch us in the desert. We'd be back, though, at the time that they're hearing this. But hopefully they catch us. Hopefully we're not sunburned. <laughs> Later, bro. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.